Welcome to the Health From Home podcast. I'm Dr. Stephanie Uremko, a naturopathic doctor and mother, and I passionately believe that health is about so much more than the absence of disease. In this podcast, we draw upon my years of experience as a naturopathic doctor and family wellness expert and dive into how mind, body, spirit, and community all come together to create true health from home. Welcome everyone. Today I'm going to be talking about different products and medicines that you can use at home for helping to boost immunity and um, treat your children and yourselves for when you are are sick and need a little extra support. Um, I'm going to be focusing more on things that are quite readily available or at least readily available here in, in Calgary where I am. Obviously availability varies region to region but hopefully uh, some of these things will you'll have the same things or something very similar where you are and this will be helpful for you too. I also just want to make a quick disclaimer that when I'm talking about using these medicines and home remedies at home this is for you know coughs colds sort of typical illnesses that can be managed at home. This is by no means providing medical advice or a replacement for seeking medical help if that's warranted. And that's that's one thing that I think is really important for people to understand that we have a responsibility for our family to help ensure their health. And there's so much that we can do at home. And that's really where the the foundation is is laid and that's what I want to focus on with this podcast is like all the things you can do and to empower you to do the things you can do and that doesn't mean that there aren't times when medical help isn't appropriate so everything I'm talking about today is for when you're not needing to go to the hospital or having some kind of really terrible infection that requires antibiotics or a visit to your doctor I just want people to kind of keep that in mind. All right. So the first kind of category of medicines that I use for for kids and adults when it comes to immunity, it would be herbs. In the past, this was where pretty much all of our medicines came from. And even today, it's estimated that about a quarter of pharmaceuticals were originally isolated from Uh, herbal or botanical extracts. Now they're generally not herbal or botanical extracts in pharmaceutical form now, they've been um, synthetically created, but that's where it comes from. So even in this uh, very like kind of synthetic chemical pharmaceutical world, we're still, you know, about a quarter of those drugs, including some chemotherapeutic agents, are still coming originally from the plant world. Plant medicine is something that I have a particular fondness for and I understand that not everybody does or is as as interested as me so I'll I'll try to keep to the 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 main points so that it's easier for for you to use this medicine at home but if this is something that does interest you there are so many resources out there to learn more about herbal medicine and kind of like herbal folk medicine and making your own medicine and if, if that is of interest to you, I would highly encourage that you pursue that interest. So in terms of herbs that I like to use for immune boosting or 
you know, when someone's coming down with a cold or has a bit of a cold or a cough. With kids and even with babies, you can give them herbal tea. And you're not giving like large amounts, you're giving small amounts, maybe a few teaspoons at a time. And again, this really depends on how much they enjoy it. Some kids enjoy it a lot and some don't. So compliance will vary, obviously by herb, but also by child. So some of the really good herbs that I like to use are elderberry, ginger, sage, thyme. So like, I mean, ginger, sage, and thyme, you probably have on your spice rack already. You could make a tea out of that. Maybe put a little bit of honey for sweetness, and most kids will take that. Licorice root, and I'm not talking about the candy, I'm talking about uh, the actual herb. That's quite sweet as well and has a lot of antiviral properties. So I'll often use that to sweeten a tea. And I don't use that in infants or babies, but I definitely use that in toddlers and, and up. Mullen is a great herb for coughs to help reduce coughs and loosen that cough. And, and that can be made into a tea and doesn't have a very strong flavor. So those, those are kind of the main herbs I think of. There's obviously way more than that, but that are fairly easy to find and to make tea from. Like I said, some of those you might even just have in your spice rack. The other thing too, like with elderberry, so I'll make my own elderberry syrup, but there are so many companies that make elderberry syrup that you can buy. Like there's Subo, Sambucol, like there's a ton out there. You can buy elderberry syrup and that's very helpful. I use that preventatively in the winter months with my kids and it all, then I will increase the dosage. So I'll give it to them like once a day. It's kind of part of our morning routine in the winter. And then if they are sick, then I'll be giving it to them several times a day to help them get over their sickness. And there are studies showing with elderberry showing that elderberry helps the resolution of illness quite well and you're less likely to have those kind of lingering long-term effects uh, that sometimes we get when you know you kind of get over an illness but you're not fully over and you always have those nagging symptoms for a while after elderberry is very helpful at eliminating that this year I found elderberry gummies so there's a company called natural factors that makes elderberry gummies so we used that this past winter in our household and found that to be quite helpful and the kids loved it like the challenge with that was making sure they didn't eat too many and just giving them one or two a day um, so that's another option too if you're having troubles with compliance with your little ones the other thing that's still in the herbal realm um, but we're not talking about ingestion and this is something that we often forget about are like compresses or chest rubs, things like that. This I do use for older kids and it really depends on like sort of the sensitivity of the skin. So I don't do this on, on, on babies or even um, small toddlers depending on, on, the, on the skin and the temperament of the child and things like that. But you know definitely by preschool aged kids and up um, and adults, these are definitely good things to keep on hand. So like a, a simple chest rub, Badger makes a really good one that has like different essential oils in it, but it's, you know, made with like beeswax and olive oil as a base. You can rub that on the chest and even on the back and that can help 
when there's a cough. Uh, I like to make, um, it's called Balm of Gilead, and you can buy that in some places. I make, I, I make my own for my family once a year, and I use that as a, a chest rub for myself and my kids. Sometimes I will do like a ginger compress, and I'm only mentioning that here because compresses are something we've often forgotten about. And I, I, like I said, I would only use that on older children or adults, but that was part of our medicine for so long. So that might be something that you're interested in learning more about, then you can seek that out too. A different way of using herbs by applying topically. Yeah, and the other, the other main category of medicine that I use when kids have a cough or a cold or something like that are homeopathic medicines. And in my practice, I use a lot of single medicines. And at home with my kids, I use a lot of single medicines. I will say that that's a little bit more complicated and requires more knowledge and education and training, but can be very helpful. However, there are a number of products out there that contain a number of homeopathic medicines within the one product, and so that that can be kind of more broad spectrum use, and I find those to be very helpful, and I do use those at home as well as in practice too. And so the main ones that I use, like for a cold, is uh, Corazelia, which was made by Boiron, and that can be given for infants and up. And so, the, and the main ingredient in that is actually onion. And so it really helps with congestion, runny nose, and especially for babies and when they're feeding, if they're congested, they can't feed because if the nose is congested, they can't get air through the nose. And then when they're feeding, they're not getting air through their mouth. So they are not breathing while feeding, which is obviously problematic. So you really do need to address the congestion in in infants. I mean, you need to address it in older children too, but it's quite critical in infants. And and the Corazelia is available basically everywhere. Like all the major pharmacies carry it, natural health food stores will carry it. I find that to be quite helpful. That is an oral dose just so that you know, like you give that by mouth. Sometimes people get it mixed up with saline drops. It's not a saline drop, it's an oral dose. The other one that I use quite a lot is the cough syrup, also by Boron, um, called Stodal. I really like the honey-based one. The honey-based one, in, because it is honey, is for one year and up, so not really appropriate for babies. And that really helps for both wet and dry cough. It won't get rid of the cough completely, which like back in the first episode, I believe it was, of this season, I talked about how we don't want to completely suppress symptoms, but we do want to help reduce the cough. So like reduce the severity, reduce the frequency um, so that we're not creating as much irritation and damage to the respiratory tract lining. For infants less than one, there is a cough syrup available that's approved by Health Canada. It's called ProSpan by Helixia. And that actually uses ground ivy as the medicinal ingredient there. And that can be found in some pharmacies and uh, health food stores as well. I don't find that it is quite as readily available as the Stodal, but it's a good option if you have an infant with a, a minor cough or a moderate cough that you want to be helping. And then the other homeopathic that I often use 
in cold and flu season, and this is more for the flu-like symptoms, and that's something called oscillococcinum, often just referred to in the short form as oscillo, and giving that at the first onset of flu-like symptoms. You, I always get the family pack, and we go through that as a family, and that can be used for you know babies up to grandparents, so that's a, a nice option, and helps to produce like kind of those muscle aches and fever in the sense that the body gets over it faster. And there are a couple of studies that actually show that it does reduce the duration of flu-like symptoms when taken. I will also use this preventatively at home. That's not an indication on the box or, and I'm not aware of any research to support that. I've just found from clinical experience and personal experience and you know, maybe it's a placebo effect in my mind, could very well be, but if people around me are kind of going down or there's a lot of illness around me, I will give that to myself and to my kids and to, you know, take a dose of that. And generally we do not get sick or, or at least don't get too sick. So that's another way that you could use that. So one thing I really just want to go back and focus a little bit on always working from home within your realm of comfortability. So you might have more knowledge and comfort on a certain subject and you're able to do more at home for your kids and for your family. And at other times, you know, you might not have the same knowledge or or degree of competent sense of comfort with certain things. And so you're going to be seeking more medical help. And that's totally okay. I really want to encourage everyone who's listening to really work within their own knowledge and sense of comfort. So that's going to be different for all of us. Sometimes we need more support from external sources to feel comfortable. Sometimes we need more internal knowledge to feel comfortable. And that's something that you as a parent need to decide what's right for you and your family. All the things I've mentioned today can be very helpful for for families and it's up to you to decide which ones are going to be helpful for you and when and what else is helpful for you and when. And that's really a power that you have um, and a choice that you get to make and also a responsibility that we have to growing our own families. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, It would mean a lot if you could review this podcast wherever you are listening. For more information on lifestyle changes you can make, including my free class on a natural approach to cold and flu season, visit my website, dryuremko.com. Until next time, be well and take care.